What's going on, Card Pack? Today we are going over the top 10 baseball cards, the hottest selling baseball cards over the last week, the individual cards that had the most sales. And we're going to go from 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Before we dive into that, a few reminders, the uh, audios from these videos, you can catch them on the podcast, link in the description. And if you want to get my top sports card pick of the day, as well as join one of the best discords in all the land, join the Sports Card Society, sportscardsociety.com. It's only $12.99 a month, $129 a year. You get two months free on the year one, but overall, it's only like 40 cents a day. How it works, you log into the members area, and there's a new video uploaded almost every day. They're short. They're only about five minutes. I just show the card. I show the data. I research and my reasoning as to why I like it and what I plan on doing with it. Am I selling a month? Am I selling a year? Am I holding it long term? What am I doing? A couple examples. This Kyler Murray here, we're getting it for under 200 bucks in February. Here it is going for well over 300 in April. This uh, Baker here, we're getting it for under 300 in March. Here it is going for 500 in April. Uh, you know, timing when to sell matters too. If you'd sold this in April, um, you would have way more than paid for your entire year's membership for the Sports Card Society. Uh, this card, like these cards, have gone down a bit as the market has, but I still expect this card because it went up so fast. These football cards, faster than they normally do, because they usually just kind of tick up all the way to the beginning of the new season. Um, but they went up so fast, I think a number of people decided to sell. Not to mention the basketball card market kind of spooked people a little bit. Um, but I still expect like this card to be six, $700 by the time the season rolls around. Because as we get closer, these will start going back up is my guess. But check out the Sports Card Society, sportscardsociety.com. Go check it out. Link in description, homie. Here we are in the Market Movers tool. Let's dive into the content. What I did is I went to uh, sales volume by card and I pulled up baseball in the grade PSA 10. You got to look at the PSA 10, man, because that's where the entire market starts. Like, what's the price of the 9? Well, it's based off where the 10's at. What's the BGS 9.5? Well, it's based off where the 10 is at. Everything's based off that. So that's what we look at. Number 10 on the list, Mr. Randy Johnson, the big unit, 1989 tops traded base. Pop count of 31.44, six sales on the week, up almost 19%. By the way, if you're newer to this, you don't know what it means. Pop count means this card in this grade. That's how many of them currently exist. There's a pop count for every card in every grade. So there's a different pop count for this card in PSA 9, BGS 9.5, etc. Let's pull up the chart on this. Pull up the Chizart, baby. Um, by the way, I really want to get to 5,000 subscribers. Please help me with that. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't. Hit the notification bell while you're at it. And please hit that like button for the love of God. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I feel really appreciated when you hit that like button and when you subscribe. So please, support the channel a lot. Um, so here it is. Let's see here. It started the week at 55 bucks. End of the week, 66 bucks. There it is. You know, he actually got drafted by the Expos, who don't exist anymore. Obviously, Montreal Expos. He was only on there for a second, and he went to the Mariners for quite a while. I still think of him as a Mariner. Even though he won the World Series as a Diamondback, I think of him as a Mariner. I mean, I live in Seattle. I'm not like a Mariners fan. That's not my team. The Twins are my fan, <laughs> are my team. Sorry. I just got back from um, spending a few days in the mountains, morel mushroom hunting, because it's that time of year. You know, I've talked about it before. I just morel mushroom hunting it was just something so fantastic about it yeah i mean sure you, you find the mushrooms you go on the hunts you you climb the mountain you you 
you search and search and search and you find them. And this time we got to bring a buddy of ours with us who had never done it before. And he just loved it. And together, me, him, my partner, uh, Jenny, we went and, uh, you know, we, we probably got, ended up getting pounds of morel mushrooms. And what we did is we went to a burn area, so a part of the forest that had been on fire last year. Because the morel mushrooms the next the following year pop up in groves because they're trying to because they're intelligent so they're trying to get out of the area because that's this it's not a good area for them to live anymore because they live off of the trees and the roots and stuff like that i think they use the sap a lot but the trees are like all burned up and dead so they're trying to get the hell out of the area so you find a lot of them anyways we found a bunch of them when we went back spent about five hours climbing the mountain foraging you know hunt, mushroom hunting and finding morels so fun and it's you know no reception there's just it just checks a lot of boxes. It's just very, it's a, it's almost like a spiritual thing. It, it's just such a wonderful experience. Anyways, and then we went back to the campsite, which was right on the river. Um, we did disperse camping, so we just like find disperse camping in the in the U.S. forest, and uh, and then we you know built the campfire. We cooked the mushrooms. We cooked a a, cre- a creme sauce for uh, for a pasta. So we made a morel mushroom creme sauce I see the creme or cream but I think they call it a creme sauce pasta and it was just it was a very that was a very good day that was a very good day but we spent a few days doing all this stuff but god anyways I just got back so if I'm a little choppy with this please give me a little bit of a little bit of slack um because I make these videos every day you know so like I really get in a rhythm but sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm back. Oh, my God, I'm back to the city. Oh, I'm back in my studio. <laughs> I'm not climbing up a burnt mountain and chilling by a campfire and stuff like that. So it's fun. It's that time of year. Happy Memorial Day weekend, by the way. I mean, this is typically when summer really starts. And it's just it's just so good to get outdoors again. I mean, I, we, I got outdoors a lot last year, too. I just mean over the winter, don't get outdoors as much. Uh, but leave a comment, man. If you're into morel mushroom hunting or something like that or some other mushroom, leave a comment. I want to know about it. Uh, all right. To this card, what do I think about buy, sell, or hold? With these cards, I'll do buy, sell, or hold, you know, as usual. Let's pull back 90 days. Let's see what we got here, what we're working with. Randy, what do we got? 3144. It looks like it hit a high here of about 130 um, about two months ago. And then it dipped. Here it is, about 62. It looks like it's been... Riding dirty, riding steady uh, most of the time. So I think the real value of this card is somewhere between 50 60 bucks. Like it's been kind of riding steady. So I would call this a good stretch of support. This is like a good month and a half, almost two months of support, really. Yeah, almost two months because it'll be the 2nd of June on, uh, what, Wednesday? And this date I'm looking at here at 60 bucks is the uh, 2nd of April. Boy, no, wait. Yeah, two months. Yeah, because it'll be June. Damn, this year's flying. Um, if you like Randy Johnson, you believe in stuff like that. I mean, I could see you buying this pretty pretty cheap card, 50, 60 bucks. Let's go to eBay real quick, take a look, see look. I mean, he's a legend. The big unit, you know, he, he he's a legend. Let's see what we got here for what's on sale. Yeah, looks about right. Make an offer on that. I'll put a link in the description to it. I could see this because you know, here it was, it got up to 130 bucks. Here's one for 115, here's one for 120, uh, 105, 115, 115. So exactly the same, 114.99. Um, so like, you know, this is just a good one to have. Like for me, sports card investing isn't about quick flips. 
I mean, I do some of those, but most of my buying has a longer-term vision. Um, like this card, for instance, it looks like it's got a good level of support, which is really where the buyers and the sellers meet, and the sellers just kind of say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to sell this card for any less than this. I'm just going to hold it, or I'll wait for it to go up. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to hold it. So it just kind of plateaus out the, uh, the drop, hence support. And the same thing happens at the top of the resistance, but it's the buyers finally say, that's it. We, uh, we're not paying any more than this. We, we, I'm, I'm just going to wait. So this card seems to have a good level of support here. I mean, if you can get it, make an offer here. If you can get it for under 50 bucks, that's probably super great. Free shipping on this one too, actually. So I'll put a link in the description to that one. I like that. That'd be one that I'd just be, be waiting for vintage to go up again. You know, it might, it may be, I think it'll be by the end of the year, but it may not be until the beginning of next baseball season. I'm fine with that. If I can turn this 60 bucks into 100, 120 bucks in a year, that's a really good investment. It's just in sports cards, we get so spoiled, you know, because we really treat it more like a, a real, real flipping. A lot of people treat it like a real flipping game. And again, it, it's fun, but it's just like that attitude. It's just a hard expectation to sustain. Um, I think that's why the market's kind of chilling out because people are cooling off because the prices can't just keep going up and up and up. And, and if so many people are playing that quick flip game or not having the patience, then like you get frustrated. But if you have the patience to play, that's how the real investors play the game. It's about having the patience, about having the foresight to see what cards are going to do. This Randy Johnson, 60 bucks, like he's a legend. Like he's already been up to 120 bucks. Um, if anything, I could just throw this up on eBay at a hundred bucks and just forget about it and wait till someone buys it. If that's what I want to do. Next on the list, number nine is also Randy Johnson's 1989 score traded base. Pop count of 2338.7 sales on the week. It's up a hundred percent. Let's look at the chart on that. I feel like the tool got a little deceived in that. I doubt this card's up a hundred percent on the week. You'll see why in a second. And by the way, this market movers tool, this is the most important thing I use in sports card investing. As you see, I make all my videos with it. This is how I do all my sports card research for my buying and selling. Because I can just see all this data right here in front of me. Yeah, it looks like this card did go up 100%. That's crazy. I'm going to have to look at that on eBay and pull that chart back. But, you know, if you don't use this data tool, you got to have something. If you're not using a data tool, you, you, you're you crazy. Straight up, you're just, you're crazy. Because you have no idea how much you're screwing yourself. You're wasting so much time. You're, you're, you're missing so many opportunities. You're making so many mistakes if you don't have the data in front of you like this. You can't just go back and forth between 130 point and eBay past sales. Like That's a very limited strategy. Very limited. Got to have a data tool. I'll put a link in. The, this is my favorite. Mark Movers is my favorite. I'll put a link in the description for it. Use code SOCIETY for 20% off your first month or your first year, whichever subscription you choose. I have the year subscription and, uh, and I have the pro version because it has the most tools and uh, and I like using those. Let's pull this Randy Johnson card back 90 days. Hell, let's pull back 180 days. Get an even better look-see. So 180 days ago, this card was at a low of 1650 but quickly got up to around 30 So I think this card was worth about 25 30 bucks in reality 180 days ago. And then it started ticking up. And then it kind of leveled out here. And it ticked up some more. And it ticked up some more. And then it kind of went down some. Then it had a big-ass spike right there. That doesn't make any sense. But this is an interesting card because you see it ticking up, but you do see it kind of flattening out here. 
and kind of actually kind of going down. So I don't know about this one. I think I'd stay away from this and I'd probably go with the other one. Score. Score's cool and all, I guess. Good looking picture. Uh, this is one, I, I guess it's the same principle. You can do the same thing here with this and buy it just like the other one if you can get it for this lower price down here. Looks like it's a little too high to buy right now though. So I would, uh, I'd either hold it or sell it. If you can really sell it for 110 bucks, sell it. But you can't because it's going for probably 50, 60 bucks. Uh, I would probably, based off this chart, I would probably buy the other one and uh, either hold or sell this one. Number eight on the list, Ken Griffey Jr. was just an all-Mariners thing here. 1989, score traded. Base, pop count of 43.88. Ten sales on the week down, a little over 9%. Let's chart it, baby. Happy Memorial Day weekend, by the way. Hope you're having a good time. Hope you're getting outside a bit. It's good. It's healthy. It's important to get outside. I never had this scorecard, I don't think. I was a big Griffey fan. He's my favorite player of all time. I'm not a Mariners fan, but, you know, I I was I played baseball in the eight, late 80s and 90s, you know. Uh, what do you call it? You know, Little League and, and, and high school and shit like that. Uh, 145 bucks to start the week. 160 130 and Griffey was just the man. He was the man. I'd never seen a player like that. Uh, he was the man. So that's why he's my favorite player. That swing, those home runs. I think he had like 10 gold gloves. I mean, he's, he's the best baseball player I ever saw. Barry Bonds is arguable, for sure. But, you know, he he, he did, you know, performance enhance a bit. Griffey never did any of that. So he's certainly, I think, one of the best players to ever, ever, ever do play the game. Let's pull this one back 180 days. Let's take a look here. So this card looks like it went pretty flat to me. It doesn't look like it actually... Oh, yeah, it's because that's right. The chart said it went down about 9%, but it looks like it's more flat. You know, 180 days ago, you could have got this card for 70, 70 to 90 bucks, and then it rode all the way up to 250 bucks uh, in mid-February, and it's been kind of winding down since. But you can see starting kind of here at the end of April, you can see how the, the price just kind of flattens out. That would indicate support to me. And that makes sense because, you know, it's just a little bit higher than where it was before it started going up. And that's usually where they fall, just a little bit higher than where they were before the rise. Uh, and so this card's real value to me is probably, yeah, probably about 130 bucks. Popcorn's not crazy. Let's pull up eBay on this. I might be a buy on this. Because I just think right now, I mean, plus, you know, having a data tool, I can see that it's got stability right here for, uh, you know, a month over for over a month, this card's been stable after the drop, and it's to me it looks like it's slightly going up. So let's uh, let's do buy it now. Hundred forty four. That seems about right. What do we say? I thought the real value was probably around one hundred thirty. There's a sale for one hundred sixty, one hundred twenty, one hundred forty five, one hundred fifty. So that's it. That price is probably about right. Any any good best offer here? Mm. I mean, you got this best offer here. I'd probably make an offer on that. I will, um, just because I like this chart. You know, it got up to 250. Plenty of sales, well over 200. Um, so I think it's it's a good discount right now. Mm. It's Griffey. I feel like Griffey's a pretty safe player. He's an all-timer. 
And I'm not scared by the sports card market at all. I'm so excited about the market right now. I am so excited about the market right now because to me, everything is just really on sale. Now, uh, because basketball is going on and stuff right now, I'm not buying a lot of basketball, but football and, and baseball is going on too, obviously. But, you know, Griffey's not playing. You know, Randy Johnson's not playing. Frank Thomas isn't playing. Mickey Mantle's not playing. Um, so I like... I like these guys right now. These 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 baseball players and foot. Well, I like that the active football players, and I like the uh, the the vintage slash legend market. Those are my favorites right now. With the sports card society, I'm basically doing my research because I found those two markets to probably be the best right now. Not even probably they are the best markets to be in right now from the data that I look at. Again, a disclaimer: not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. I can't guarantee anything right? It's, it's kind of crazy that I even have to say that, isn't it? Kind of crazy that I even have to say that. When did we as, as people in an adult society not take responsibility for our own actions, right? When did we learn that? I, I hope we can shift into taking a lot more responsibility for ourselves. I'm not talking about you personally, but plenty of people. And it's just, it's, it's interesting. It, it's an interesting time in in lack of self-responsibility in my opinion but anyways i have to say that um but you already know it i'm sure because you're smart people you're in the sports car market so you know i think you're pretty smart and you're watching this channel so i think you're genius um griffey i mean look it looks pretty stable to me it's griffey there's no doubt in my mind this card's gonna get back to 250 eventually i mean I think by the end of the year, but maybe not for till the around the beginning of the next baseball season. You know, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me because that's a pretty good gain. If I can put my money in this card instead of in the bank or in a, a CD or a a four hundred one k or something like that. It, this is in my opinion. This is why I got to give that disclaimer, right? This is my own decisions and opinions. You do whatever you do. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. Um, but to me, I'm like, if I can put 140, 150 bucks in this Griffey card and just put it up on eBay for like 225, 250, 300, and just wait for it to go. Maybe it doesn't go for a year. Great. Really, I can I can double my money in a year. Worst case scenario. Sounds good to me. Like, where else can you get that kind of return? Crypto. Yeah, just, I mean, I'm in crypto too. But, you know, crypto is a much is a much more volatile market than, than sports cards. Because these sports cards are more, they're physical assets. They're physical things. And people have more, we understand them more. Crypto is just like a number we see on a screen, really. There's nothing physical or tangible about it. So it makes, it just makes sports cards and, and collectibles and art more, Sure, they go up and down, but you, you they're more stable. And this this market's been around for well over 100 years, this, this sports card market. So it's it's not a matter of if, oh, will this card ever get back to 250? Of course it will. And eventually it'll get higher than that. It's Griffey. He's, he's a legend, Hall of Famer. Um, one of the best to ever do it. Like, of course it is. This is a person that's always going to have demand. Well, what about 
you know, decades down the road when you got a bunch of people never saw Griffey play. You, you know anyone that ever saw Babe Ruth play? You know many people that ever saw Mickey Mantle play? Honus Wagner? <laughs> Lou Gehrig? Joe DiMaggio? No, you don't. And it, that's just the way it is. Like, it doesn't matter. It's about the legends because we know who the legends are. Yes, there's more of these cards than, say, a Babe Ruth or a Mickey Mantle, but that's what the market cap is. That's where you take the value of one of one of these cards and you multiply it times 4,388. So the market cap of this card would be, say, 140 bucks times 4,388. You know, that would be, I don't know how much that would be. I don't want to take the time to add it up. But, you know, that's the value of this, what I feel, asset, this company, this business, this collectible. That's the market cap. Very important number to look at. Um, and there will always be a certain market cap for this card. And it will fluctuate up and down because of the price of the individual card. This card will never be as much as any Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle or Joe DiMaggio or Lou Gehrig card. That's not the point. The point is it will always have value. And the value over time will go up because Griffey's only got so many rookie cards. And this one's lower on the pop count. I mean, like his Donruss has five figures, you know. So... This one's got some good value, I think. So I'm gonna put a, I'll put a link in the description to that one. This video I can already sense is getting longer, but I haven't made a video in a few days. I mean, I, I post published, I, I recorded a bunch of videos in one day, and then I public scheduled them to publish one a day because I went mushroom hunting, morel mushroom hunting. So I feel like I'm just talking a bit more on here, but I hope it's valuable. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. I super appreciate it, and it really supports the channel. Next on the list is to be, geez, Randy Johnson again. It's all 10, 9, 8, 7, Randy Johnson. Geez, and then Griffey, you already saw that. Right? Geez, what's going on here? 1989 score, six sales on the, wait a minute here. Wait a minute. Did I not sort this correctly? Oh, my goodness. I didn't even, I didn't sort it correctly. I apologize. Goodness gracious. We'll just speed this up then. I still think those cards are good buys. I don't know how they ended up on here. But we'll speed this up a bit because most of these look like modern players. My goodness. My bad. But I think that I'm glad that that's what happened because those are some cards. I, I'm buying a lot more of those cards I was just showing you than I am these cards. So Pete Alonzo down here has actual number 10 with 40. His 2019 tops pop count of 13,000. 44 sales on the week. I'm not buying that. Gavin Lux, 2020 tops base. Pop count of 11,000, 46 sales on the week. I'm not buying that. Lou Bob, 2020 tops base, pop count 6409, 47 sales on the week, down 23%. Let's take a look at that. That one's interesting because Lou Bob's out, so his prices are depressed. And, you know, tops flagship card here, PSA 10. Here is it, 65 bucks. To start the week, 48 bucks to end the week. Let's pull it back. Let's go 180 on it, 180 days. Let me get some c -c -c coffee. Interesting, interesting pattern here. You can see, obviously, it was back at like 100 bucks in December, and it worked its way all the way up to about 150, 160 bucks in uh, January, February, and then it kind of started going down slowly and then it really went down because he got hurt and now it's really been going down and boy that thing is depressed right now interesting maybe a really good time to buy this popcorn's not insane on this one 6400 for tops flagship 
is you can really see it's been going down for two months. It's been going down at a pretty good rate. So let's pull it back over 60 days. 60 days ago, this card is at 110. There's one 120. It's just kind of been going down, 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 down. Now, would I buy it right now? Here's what I would do. Because what's it selling for? About 50 bucks. I think I would set an alert because you can do this in the Mark Movers tool below 40 bucks. If this card goes below 40 bucks, Market Movers is going to alert me and I'm, and I'm gonna buy it. So I'm not gonna put a link to that one in the description, but uh, he, he's supposed to come back um, before, well, well before the season's over. So I think these prices will certainly go up, but he's a ways away from coming back. And I think by the, I don't see any support here. It looks like it's still sliding. So I think 40 bucks is probably the buy spot. Next on the list, so Pete Alonzo, Gavin Lux, Lou Bob uh, to 9-8. Number seven on the list is Jason Dominguez, 2020 Bowman Base. First prospect, 48 sales of that one on the week. Pop count of 64-45. That's a pretty high pop count for a one-year-old card, although Lou Bob's is too. That's that's true. That's right. Although his is tops. This is Bowman Base. Bowman first prospect. Um, that's going to be one that you get graded even more so than the tops flagship rookie. Um... Do I want to look at that one? Jason Dominguez down 0.34. Let's pull up his chart real quick. So that Lou Bob is the only one on the list so far that, I mean, if you bought it right now, I think it, my, in my opinion, I think it'd be fine. I think that would be a good investment. I think it goes for probably back up to 100 bucks by the time Lou Bob comes back, like when he comes back. Um, so that seems pretty solid to me, but I think I just wait on it a bit. Not a big hurry to me by the look at that chart. Um, so I'll just wait. Um... I have this. I sold one of these around the beginning of the season. Made some pretty good Luda on it. I got it for like pff, like forty bucks. It was it was absurd. Got it in like November. I sold it for a hundred and some um, in like March. And this card started the week at ninety six. Ended the week at eighty two. Jason Dominguez. It's pulling back one hundred eighty days. He had a lot of hype. You know, 180 days ago, this card was like 60 bucks. Went to a high of 160. I think I sold it around 125, 135. And then went down. Here's a nice little support, but then went down again. Been going down. Got a little support ladder here. It's just about a, around here. I'm just not crazy on Jason Dominguez right now. So this card, I think I would be holding it. I think it'd be a hold on that card. Next, Kyle Lewis, 2020 Tops Chrome, number 186, his base. Pop count of 1727. You know, Kyle Lewis, rookie of the year last year, 49 sales on the week. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid sales volume because of his, his pop count here. So what, about 3% sales volume? That's that's hot. That's really hot. Down 7% though on the week. Let's pull up his chart. I think Kyle Lewis is having a pretty good year. Mariners, they're doing pretty good with rookies. Let's pull this sucker up. 38 bucks to start the week, 36 to end the week. Seems just seems low to me. This guy was rookie of the year last year over Lou Bob. Let's pull back 180. I had a there was a viewer that commented and said he uh, he liked 180 more than 90. And to me, it's not really like a. I I, th I think you need to look at them both. 
you need to be able to zoom in and zoom out. Like I look at this, 180 does give you a good picture. It, to me, it kind of depends on where you are in the season or in the off season for where you look. Uh, now we're far enough into the season, plus there was a run-up in February and January. So now I'm to the point where I kind of just pull back 180 days. It does make sense. Uh, it was pretty, you know, 180 days ago, this car was about 100 bucks, And it's kind of was pretty flat, slightly trending down, and now it's been going way down. Now it's down to 36 bucks. Might be a good time to buy Kyle Lewis. I mean, I think he's having an all right year. Pop count's not crazy on that at all. 1727. There's one baseball player um, that I think is super undervalued right now. Uh, I'm going to put it in the society probably today. I just, I couldn't believe his stats when I saw it and the value of his cards. I just couldn't believe it. Um, but, you know, that's, if you want to see it, of course, join the society sportscardsociety.com link in description but there are some baseball players that um yeah that i think are actually really undervalued right now that are actually active and playing so kyle lewis here it's just so cheap i mean kind of take a flyer on i think what i would do though is i'd, I'd buy it on star stock because of the price because if i go into ebay and buy a 36 dollar card um of him like this is one that I'm probably not, not trying. I'm not okay holding long term. I want to make some money on it probably before the season's up or something like that. But I may have to hold it till the beginning of next season. Um, I just rather minimize my expense going in. And um, if I buy this on eBay, say for thirty five bucks, well I got to pay about five bucks shipping. You know about three bucks tax. So now I'm at forty three bucks on a uh, thirty five dollar card. That matters. Because that means I got to sell that card for probably like sixty five seventy bucks for it to be worth my time at all. Uh, because even when I sell it, say I sell it for seventy bucks, um, you know, eBay is going to take its ten percent, so I'm going to get about roughly, you know, sixty bucks. So that's a profit of like, you know, maybe twenty bucks. So that's what I'm saying to minimize that. And plus, I got to ship it and package it and everything. Here on on low price stuff like that, I just like to use Starstock because you can just buy it here, and you don't pay any sales tax, you don't pay any shipping, and you get the card instantly, and you can relist it immediately. And uh, the only thing you do pay is a 5% seller's fee, where eBay is 10%. Still more eyeballs in eBay, no doubt about it, but a lot of things make sense on Starstock, too. I, I use Starstock and eBay. Those are my two main markets, no doubt about it. eBay, number one, Starstock, number two. Um, link in, I'll put a link in the description for uh, Starstock here. Uh, use code SPORTSCARDCONSULTANT. It is case sensitive. You'll get $10 free when you deposit $10 or more. Obviously, this is for new accounts only. If you already got a Starstock account, well, just log in and check it out. Uh, if I bought this, I might be a buy on this. I'm not going to include this in the description, but I see potential there. But if I were to buy it, I'd buy it on Starstock. I'd probably be holding the card or maybe buying it, not selling it. Next on the list, Juan Soto 2018 Tops Update, number US 300. His base, PopCon 17,000. 50 sales on the week. See, if I was, if I was going to buy one Soto, it wouldn't be that card. We'll pull up the chart real quick. 17,000 though. I don't even want to play around with that. That's a big number. There aren't quite there aren't as many rookies in baseball as there are for like basketball. This card's been pretty flat. Let's pull back 180 days. see what we got here 
looks like it's 180 days ago. It was worth about 180, 190 bucks. Right now it's worth about 190 bucks. So it's back to where it was 180 days ago. Hit a high of, you know, in the about 380. I mean, there's a chance this card, because of that pop count, like it's, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. To me, there's a chance this card doesn't even get back to that price because that pop count's so high. So this is one I'd, I'd avoid. I like, I think Juan Soto cards are generally a good value right now, but this isn't the one I would buy. I would I would either hold it or sell it, depending on where I bought it at. Um, I think it'll go back up eventually, but I don't think, I don't, I don't know if it'll get up to 300 plus, 350, because the market cap, you know, 17,000. 221 times 300 300 bucks 350 bucks that's a that's a big number that's a lot of money going into this card and that's a lot of buyers so i don't know if soto's got the juice to push it back up to that i like soto as a long-term play but this isn't the card i would buy next fernando tatis fernando like three years ago, this Mamma Mia movie came out, the second one or whatever. I never saw Mamma Mia, the first one, but my lady and I are going to a drive-in movie theater over in uh, Port Townsend, Washington, which is out on the Olympic Peninsula. Beautiful, beautiful area of the of the world. And we went to a drive-in movie, and I love drive-in movies, man. I love drive-in movie theaters, but there's just not that many of them anymore. I always just love it, man. You know, you go there in your car, you tune your radio to the thing, you can just kind of chill out. Um, and you get get to watch like two or three movies. It's just it's fantastic. Anyway, so but you know you you get you, you gotta you gotta watch what they have. They got three movies, and those are the three movies I got. One of them was this Mamma Mia movie, and so we watched it, and it was like they were, they sing a lot in it. And one of them was like Cher singing to Andy Garcia. His name was Fernando, and she's like Fernando, Fernando. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Good story. He had to be there. <laughs> 2019 Tops Chrome, number 203, his base. Popcorn on this one's only 76.68, and it's his Tops Chrome. I still stand that in general for these modern guys, Tops Chrome is their best baseball card other than their Bowman first prospect. Bowman Chrome first prospect and Bowman first prospect paper are my favorites, but, well, Tops Chrome actually could be above the paper first prospect. It's, hard, it's just hard to say, but Tops Chrome to me is the top three Definitely top four. You can't even argue that. You could say the straight up Bowman Chrome, I guess, but I think Topps Chrome is going to trump the Bowman Chrome that isn't the first prospect. Uh, anyways, seventy six sixty eight pop count, sixty sales on the week, so decent sales volume. I mean, almost one percent. This one Soto though, that's a lot of sales volume, and it, and the card barely moved. So it's that's a strong indicator of support to me, but it also shows. Look at how many people are buying it. So it's quite, uh, there's a lot of demand. You know, about a 3% sales volume, that's really good. Excuse me, Kyle Lewis was the 3% sales volume. I, I, I missed a digit here. So that's, that's a really in-demand card. I think that the price point and everything. But again, I'm not going to put a link in the description for it because if I bought it, I was going to buy it on Starstock. And I, I, you know, if you're asking me what should I do, that's what I would say. But your decisions are your decisions. I can't guarantee a dang thing. I'm this guy making videos who spends a lot of time on sports cards, and these are my opinions. Fernando Tatis, this card. This is interesting. Let's pull up the chart. Let's see where it is. Is this the this is the sideways one, right? 
I think this car got up to like five one. Yes, yeah, a sideways one. See, let's pull it back. 180 days. I'll get some coffee in the meanwhile. So it looks like 180 days ago, this car was around 150 bucks, and then just kind of slowly ticked up. All through December, January, February, where it hit its high mid-February at about 500 bucks, yeah. And then it started taking down. It hit a kind of support level here for a minute at 3.30 there in mid-late April. And then it ticked back up some because he was playing very good. See, it's interesting. Look at this. I mean, this card peaked in mid-late February. It didn't, so as that was, that's a whole over month away from the season actually starting which was April 1st, and it went down. And then it got down to about 340. I mean, this is, I think it's in part because he signed that huge contract. I think that was about this date, certainly when this jump happened. And then the hype just never got there again because that was maximum heightage. That's a real term. And then in season, you know, about a month ago, got up to about 430, and then it's ticked down to about here, 300. Decent support level. You can see the support level has been going on most of the month of May. I'm sitting here around 300 bucks. Um, PopCon's not crazy, and this is like, I don't love sideways cards, landscape cards. But uh, it could be a buy. I think what I would do is set a alert here. I'm going to set an alert. If this goes below 250 I feel like that's a, that's a making me take it price. So I'm going to do that. So Mark Movers will alert me if that card hits below 250. So I'd be a hold on that card right now. Possibly a buy. Uh, and then I'll look at next one on the list. Lou Bob, Lewis Robert, 2020 Tops Chrome, number 60 base, pop count of 4807, 71 sales on the week. Decent sales volume there. Well over 1% sales volume. Um, that's why I kind of like to look at 1% plus sales volume really gives me a stronger indication of the demand for that card in the moment. 81 bucks to start the week, 74 to end the week. So it's just like that tops you looked at. It's just that it's just tops chrome. Pop counts less. Um, a lot less. No, not a lot less, just less. And uh, but again the tops chrome has more value than the regular tops. Let's let's pull that up real quick. Let's pull up his tops and compare them. Tops, tops Thought they might have update on here, but they don't. Base. PSA 10. See, this you can do this in, in the data tools too, in market movers, anyways. Uh why? Why did you pull up the tops baseball one? Am I crazy? Is it? I think he has tops update. Base. Hmm. Well, I don't know, but this card. I don't know why the tops tops one didn't show up. But same thing, you know, he's hurt. I would I would wait on this one. Next on the list, Ronald Acuna. 2018 tops update, US 250, base, pop count 18,078 sales on the week down 18%. I like Acuna cards. I just I don't think this should be one that I the one that I would buy with that high of a pop count. Again, because of the market cap, it's just hard to push. It's much harder to for the price of this card to go up than one with a much lower pop count. 210 to start the week, 173 to end the week. He, he was off to obviously a really hot start. He's still hot. 
he's got what he's, he's certainly in the home run lead uh uh chase i think he's got 15 i think the leaders got 16 i think a couple guys have 16 this car got up to 290 around the end of april and then it just went down here to around 200 and it's just kind of been hanging out there um which is where it pretty much was leading up to the season starting for some reason, his car just—they they had a good rise here, you know, over 180 days. But it really just kind of got up to here around, you know, 200, 225, and it just kind of stayed there. It didn't really see a bump until the season started, and he was like playing lights out. And then the hype hit its maximum heightage again. That's a real word. It is now maximum heightage, and then it went down, back to about where it was, you know, 200, 220. I think that's probably where it hangs out. But overall, if we zoom in here over, uh, let's do 30 days. You can see the data just shows us, you know, it's kind of slightly taken down. So I just went buy this car. Plus the pop, kind of don't like it. I wouldn't be a buy. I'd be, I'd either be a holder or sell. Next on the list, and I believe this is number one. So the, our top seller on the week was a Fernando Tatis 2019 Tops number 410 base. So this is a paper card. Pop count of 13,576, down about 11.5%. Let's pull up this chart. Uh, what was pop count again? 13,000 something. Such a high pop card. If I'm going to buy Tatis, this is just like the Topps Chrome, but it's the paper. Topps paper. 220 to start the week, 195 to end the week. Let's pull it back over 180 days. Probably going to see the same pattern we saw on the, on the other one, where it's going to maximum heightage around, um, you know, mid late February. And then it does, because that's when you sign that contract at like, very long, very spendy contract. It's just been taken down. You know, he's playing great. Pop count's just pretty high. This isn't the one that I would buy if I were to buy one of them. Um, yeah, I'd either be a hold or a, a... I'd probably be a hold on this, uh, but I would be watching for it, you know, as a as a because it's a card that'll be in demand. Just the pop count doesn't make me fall in love. So that was the top 10. I, I'm still happy that we went through and I had the wrong ones up the vintage legend guys like Griffey and Randy Johnson. I'll put those links to those in the description because I feel like those are really good buys right now because they're down and, but yet they they're showing support. Like they're not going down more. They've been the same price for like a month. That's a really good sign because these guys, like there's no big reason for them to go up or down. They can't get hurt. They can't The only thing they could do is, you know, have a character issue come out. You know, if all of a sudden, you know, they get Deshaun Watson and like a bunch of women come out and call them sexual predators, then yeah, their stuff's going to go down because they're going to become less liked players. But they're pretty much cemented in history. You know, they're Hall of Famers, all-timers. I like that stuff. So put a link for that in the description. If you want to get my top sports card pick of the day, join the Sports Card Society, sportscardsociety.com, link in description. Um, and the Discord's great by the way, because um, people actually pay to be in it. They're very active in, uh, sports card investors. It's just an excellent community. Um, and of course, this Market Movers tool, I'll put a link for this in the description. Use code SOCIETY for 20% off your first month of your first year. If you don't get Market Movers, and you, if you don't have a data tool, you got to get a data tool, whether it be Market Movers or whatever. I prefer Market Movers, so I've used them all, and I just feel like this one is like by far the best one. But, you know, you got to have something. If you don't have a data tool, just you got to get one. If you're at all serious about sports car investing, you got to get one. Because um, you just you have no idea how much time you're wasting and how inefficient and inaccurate your decisions are. 
know, you see what I do on here as I look at these charts. These charts guide me big, big, big time, and I think you see why. So get a data tool. I prefer the market movers. Link in the description with the discount code. Of course, hit the subscribe button, the like button, all that stuff. Really helps support the channel. Card packing, that's all I got for you today. Try Morel Mushroom Hunting if you haven't tried it. And go to a drive-in movie. Uh, those are COVID-friendly, that's for sure. Stay classy. You're awesome. Thanks for watching. Spend another day with me, Carb Pack. I'll see you tomorrow.